So, uh, do you, do you want to talk about sure Katy Perry for a minute? Okay. <laughs> Let's see you stop me. <laughs> I want to be fighting form. Okay. So before we get into episode thirty-six. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I like. I want to just make sure, to the best of my ability, that you and I are on the same page. Are we shaking hands across we the are. table? Um, We've so, never done that. So if I were to ask you, what well, my hand smells like now, babies. Dog. Babies and dogs. <laughs> Your hand smells like paradise. <laughs> if I were to ask you what the opposite of an exit was. Entrance. The word is entrance. <laughs> All right. All right. I think this show on the road. Fucking a- <laughs> Just do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. Hey, yo, what are we doing here? Should I tell you or you tell me? Both. Yeah. We're here to record Telefriends. Yeah. Telefriends is a podcast where we listen to the messages our callers leave at 304-518-JAMS. Jams! You've heard all these calls. I have. I haven't heard any of them. That's true. Your name's Bo. Yep. My name's Casey. Hi. Let's listen to our first call. All right. I love you, too. But I was wondering if you guys think Predator is only so hostile because he sees a heat vision and he knows exactly when everybody farts. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> Casey, this, I have a question for you because I don't remember um, exactly what happens in the movie Predator. And I wonder if you could give me a rundown. Predator. And the Predator. Like, what's like, give me like the... You know, the, the IMDb summary, like, but, you know, uh, this is a new segment I like to call Casey on bunch the Bunch of military mercenaries are sent into the jungle to rescue a dude. Uh, they get out there. They find out that their mission's FUBAR. Impossible? No. Oh. That's a different movie. Shit. And they uh, need to get out. Their extraction is delayed. And during the delay, they start getting hunted by some invisible presence in the forest. Where does And it starts picking them off one by one as they're trying to get back to their extraction point. Where does the Predator come from? Uh, it turns out it is revealed to be an alien. So alien versus Predator is Predator fighting himself. Is alien versus an alien. Huh. The problem with Alien is that the movie Aliens, that's the only alien there's ever been. <laughs> so they just call it an alien. But actually, the aliens, they don't ever say, it's an alien. It's obvious it's an alien. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 so the whole movie is like these giant men getting hunted down by this creature one by one. It shows different abilities that it has. I have a couple Technological of qu- abilities, mostly. I have a couple of questions. Predator 2 takes place in a city. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's like back to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Is Predator versus Alien canonical in either film franchise? In Predator 2, I believe it is an uh, 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 actor whose name I can't... Danny Glover. Uh-huh. I think he's the star, okay. maybe. You can't, can't remember. We can't look anything up. But he goes... He gets onto the Predator's ship. And while he's looking at the Predator's ship, he finds a room that's like a trophy room. And one of the trophies is a skull of an alien from Aliens. Fuck. So it is canonical, kind of. That's about... Well, there's an Aliens... Res- there's a reference. Yeah. And I, that, didn't they make the movie out of that? I, I haven't seen that movie. No. 
Maybe they did. Maybe it's just all the comics and shit. Can we keep talking about movies for a second? Because I was at a fucking movie last night. I went to see Wonder Woman. Um, which was she's such a wonder to me. That's what makes <laughs> Wonder Woman. Every time. There's a preview for a movie that I don't remember the name of, but Jack Reacher never looked back. The premise is two women on vacation get into a, one of those cages so they can go look at sharks. 43 feet down or some 47 shit like meters meters or- below or some <laughs> yeah. shit, right? But like, so it like was showing me sharks and then it showed me the names of the stars. And the first one was some lady's name. And the second name was Mandy Moore. Yeah. And I was like, who is this lady fucking getting top billing over Mandy Moore? <laughs> like, like Mandy Moore is the one slumming it in this movie. Yeah. Not you, yeah, lady. Yeah. This is your come up. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. That this was filmed pre the Mandy Moore Renaissance. Pre This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is you think this movie is released to, to capitalize? Yeah, like, oh, hey, you know, let's get this thing out. And she's at that point just you know. This a, was supposed to be a fucking Sharknado sci-fi film, and then yeah, it looks garbagey. It does. I but I thought I was like Casey's probably in for this thing. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch people getting eaten by sharks almost in any fashion. That's your thing. Yeah. Okay. The other thing. One of my three things: cars. <laughs> I'm a car guy, if you, don't, if you recall. <laughs> I'm really into telling everybody how tall I am. Cars, six four, height, and shark yeah, bite. Shark attacks. <laughs> uh, no, uh, fictional shark attacks, excuse me. Can, can I tell I was listening to the radio yesterday also. Should we take... Let's just take a call. Should we, I was listening to the radio, right? Okay. And this dude on the radio played this Velvet Underground song, but it wasn't like the fucking version on the album. It was some demo cut. Mm-hmm. And he's all like... You just heard Velvet Underground play this song, whose title, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, it's a relatively rare uh, demo cut with Lou Reed on lead vocals. Probably my favorite version of this song. And I'm like, take a stand, dog. Like, <laughs> like, come on. You don't have to qualify. Yeah, yeah, it can just be your fucking favorite, right? I've noticed that too, Like, where a lot of people are like, maybe the... And it's like, dude, <laughs> what? Make, one, make who up, cares? Make up your mind before you start talking about it. <laughs> Just say it's good, like a really good. I like it. This is a great version of the song. Maybe who knows? I'm a mystery. Could be. <laughs> My opinion could change. It's an ever evolving opinion. Just <laughs> fine. No one gives a shit. But nobody gives a shit. Ooh, welcome to another episode of Name That Film. I'm your host, Handy Stan Danley, and as always, if our contestants are unable to make up a name for the film I describe, I will be devoured by weasels. Let's begin. When a crisis threatens to destroy their high school, four teens hatch a daring plan to raise $10 million. Step one, breaking into the U.S. Mint. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Contestants at the ready. Let's name that film. Casey, name that film. This film is called School of Fort Knox. School of Hard Knocks. Edge of $17 million. <laughs> uh, this is called... Uh, hold on, let me think. I'm trying to think of like a... You have 10 seconds. Hmm. I think he's going to get eaten by weasels on this one. I need to explore the premise before I can come up with the title. Mm. Okay, so there's four kids. Uh-huh. Their school is going to get closed down. Yeah. So it's got to be like a private school. Yeah. Yeah, or does it? I think it does. And why? These, what teens give this much a shit about their school? <laughs> They're not public school kids. <laughs> That's, all right, fair enough. Get in here. What do you got? School of Fort Knox. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we don't have to be giving a title to a movie that's going to be successful. School. Heist school. There we go. Boosh. Yeah. Turns out the shop teacher was a ex-con <laughs> thief. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he teaches him like the ropes. He's played by John Hamm. Yo, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, fuck, I gotta start remembering people's names. Because like for the first quarter of the movie... I remember the details of stories that are important to telling them. First quarter of the movie, they're all kind of scared of him and he's kind of rough and mean. But You don't think out, it's that dude from SVU? Christopher Maloney? Yeah, you don't think that's like Maloney? If, if, if Ham's busy. Yeah. Heist school, I think is what it's called. Heist school. Yeah, so it's like he te- he's teaching them at school. So maybe that's like, what he's doing the whole time. There's like, build up. Oh, I learned like all the skills, heists. Karate Kid style. Yeah, they're building. They're doing heists at school, like pranks almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. To practice. How do you think people ever got the principal's car onto the roof? What? 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 Where does that come from? I think it comes from like, uh, is it Harvard or MIT pranks, like National yeah. Lampoon style shit? Yeah, that's where I think it comes from. It's got to be like, you know, you just fucking get a guy with a crane. Yeah. Who has a crane? Or super smart people taking the thing apart and putting it back together, but you can't do that to a fucking car. That's insane. Yeah. You owe me a car. Or break it down to small and a new parts. To... Yeah. Hi, telefriends. Hello. It's been a while since I last called. Hey. But I had an interesting thought recently, and I wonder what you two would think about it. I like this guy. So the other day, I, I heard a Garth Brooks song on the radio for the first time in a very long time. <laughs> I didn't know the last time that I heard a song by Garth Brooks. And as I was listening to it, it made me think about how absolutely artificial lots of country music is in the way that it portrays the world, um, especially when you think about what's going on in the world in 2017. And then the weird thought struck me, and this is the thought that I was curious to know what you would think about it. Is country music in 2017 just drag for straight people? Because the more that I thought about it, the more that I saw overlap between country music and drag in terms of things like performance and especially the performance of identity, but also things like pageantry and even like the idea of a proper costume. So I thought that would be a good question for for telefriends. So uh, I guess that's what I'm asking you. What is country music in 2017 just a version of drag for straight people? This is. I look forward to your thoughts. This is an interesting concept. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call. Yeah. So first, first, this first thing doesn't first. call off him, but when he does, he fucking yeah, really he, he, yeah. throws down. So first thing we should get out of the way is our complete lack of expertise on okay. two subjects: on modern drag. country music, <clears throat> yeah, and the drag community and everything it involves. What I know of both of these cultures, I will say, drag culture seems like a lot more fun. <laughs> but I see the similarities. Like, yeah, it's all about like unknown rules about how you're supposed to look and everyone knows that it's right when they see it if they're involved in that community or otherwise you're fake and it doesn't work see i would say that halloween is drag culture for straight people yeah but there's not enough performance there i don't think well okay so like i think about this i think a lot more as you guys know i think a lot more about rap music than i think about country music right and i was thinking about how fucking like like the latest wave of like trap music dudes kind of solved the uh what's that shit called trap i don't know okay um they, but they kind of like solved the essential problem of rap music which is that like you can't be the thing that you're portraying yourself to be and also be like a sensitive lyricist like you can't be a rapper and also be the thing that a rapper is portraying himself as a trap guy can kind of just like be like i'm kind of like s- just sort of kind of barely making and this sounds like dismissive of the thing but in saying they're like less about lyricism and more about like 
that thing that they're portraying or whatever. Okay. And I feel like drag culture is about like expression and shit. And it seems like on a lot of levels, country music shit is like a very much about repression. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. It's I like nothing's allowed. You're not allowed to talk about anything except for like fucking like heteronormative relationships between white people. You're not, or, or, you can't fucking do any drugs except like, uh, drink alcohol unless you're willie nelson um or like uh, or uh, but like sometimes like somebody but will break through like dixie ce- chicks or casey musgraves or whatever it's like, a celebration of their lifestyle okay you know as, as what i see is the commonality it's the here's my lifestyle if you get it you super get it yeah but if that ain't if country you, i'll kick your ass or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. right so i'm saying there's a, like there is sort of a get the fuck out of here if yeah. you don't belong here yeah. vibe to country music that i don't yeah. think drag culture has i don't know i don't know enough about it to know if it has that or not fair enough but they both like to get dressed up pretty funny. They do. Like it always cracks me up to see like country music performances. If you're like, really, guys, like <laughs> the dudes who are into this, like you couldn't wear that shit around the dudes that are into this, you know? Yeah. I just know that like between fucking RuPaul's Drag Race and the Georgia Florida Lion guys, I'm partying with Drag Race all day oh, every yeah. day. I'm team drag. Uh, I believe Garth Brooks was my uh, my uh, senior class song in high school. The Dance, I think, was the song. <laughs> Can you name three Garth Brooks songs? Uh, I've got one Friends of them has to be places. a Chris, Chris Gaines song. Okay, I can't name any Chris Gaines song. <laughs> Cru- Rain Tear. T- no, that's Blade Runner. Shit. <laughs> Did Chris Gaines do a song about Blade Runner? <laughs> like Tears in the Rain. <laughs> That was the point of Chris Gaines, right? That he that was, was a huge Blade Runner. It was cyberpunk, Garth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the name? Shit, what was the name of the guy in Blade Runner? Rucker Hauer. No, yeah, what was his character's name? I don't remember. Roy. Not Roy. I think it might have been. Oh, man. I just watched it the other day. That movie's fucking good. Yeah, it's The so fucking good. preview for the new shit looks dope, too, man. Yeah, it's... And that director's so good. I'm cool to see I'm I'm okay with that guy. I want to see what it looks. So we've talked about this before, but I think that what we need to do as a podcast, what we need to do as Telefriends is like... This is a podcast. It's called Telefriends. James. This is America's favorite call-in comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let's just fake it till we make it, dog. A a regionally (laughs) semi-popular... A fledgling regional Central Texas call-in comedy podcast. Comedy. Of of questionable popularity. So, I, you know, I feel like we need to turn in some fucking rock-solid episodes. Mm-hmm. I think we need to get out there more. Ooh. But before we do, I need to know, <laughs> what was the name of Michael Jackson's pet chimpanzee? Bubbles. The word is bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So then, I feel like we're same page. So we- Hello there. This is Josh from We're Positive Together. Yeah, it's a podcast all about Disney Channel movies. You know, those movies from your childhood that you either loved or hate or were completely terrified by. Well, we'd love to invite you guys to join us on one of our episodes Mm -hmm. and experience the magic of Disney Channel (laughs) has-beens. Thanks, you guys. I hope to see you in the future. So for the rest of this call... There's a theme song to what I believe is a Disney Channel movie. But I'm going to talk over it. Yeah, because it sounds like it. it's um, taking place outside of the can that this phone <laughs> is being put into. So we got an invitation. Kinda, they don't know what they're in for. We're crossover podcast professionals. 
We've brought the thunder once. We'll, bring we'll it do again. it twice. I wonder how this I, works. There's three of them on this podcast. Okay. I guarantee we will still talk twice as much as all of them oh, put together. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know that I've... They, I mean, like, we're podding this together is a... Is a is they, they're going chronologically through Disney movies? Is it? Yes. I, I don't... This is not the sound... This is not... This is not, I didn't want this you didn't do that. take I'm, place during my childhood. I'm old as fuck. I didn't watch one of these. <laughs> so we're going to have to like be assigned the thing to watch. Oh, right? no. They sent me an email. Oh, how's it going to go? And they they gave us a list to pick from. What, what do we got? The list goes a little something. <laughs> Forgot where I placed it. Looking in my email. Email. Email the list. Looking for the list. Looking for Might the have list. been a text message. I, I know one person. of them person. Looking for a list. <laughs> That's not putting on the list. <laughs> hey, do you want to go to uh, Austin Zine Fest with me after this? Today? Yeah, to cheer up Charlie's. Okay, what's today's date? Today is June 11th, 2017. Okay, so here's some of the titles coming up that we could choose from. I want to pick, <clears throat> I want to read off... Uh, my five favorite names. Okay. And they've got to pick the one. Cool. Phantom of the Megaplex. Oh, shit. That's going to be like a clip show. That's going to be like fucking like, we're going to like walk into different movies that like, that were like basic pitch ideas that never took off. So yeah. Like, right? So we're going to see like, be, or it's going to show a lot of like movies that are like actual movies. Oh, you think they're yeah. going to, they're going to, we're going to be like, oh, that looks like blah, 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 blah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, because this movie exists in a universe where fucking Disney movies played at megaplexes. <laughs> Mom's got a date with a vampire. Shit. Mom, uh, fantasy came true. If <laughs> stepsister from Planet Weird. That's awesome. Miracle in Lane Two. That's a bowling movie or a racing movie. Alley Cat Strike. That's a bowling movie. And my personal favorite, Horse Sense. And that's just looking at the next like ten. I picked five of them. If you go down the list, like they've got them all labeled out here, and there's some good ones. How so, I mean, how soon is Nightmare at the Megaplex? Uh, it's down the road a little bit. When's when's the soonest we can get on? Horse sense, and that's like next week. It's the 25th. Shit, I think we could do horse sense. You want to do horse sense? Fuck yeah, from man. 1999. Who's in it? I don't know. I'm breaking the rule. I'm gonna look it up. I'm breaking the rules. A spoiled boy. Played by Joey Lawrence, spends oh, a summer I'm at in, his cousin's. Dog, come on, spends a summer at his cousin's. Played by Andrew Lawrence Ranch, and learns a viable lesson in love from a horse and loyalty from a horse. Boy, you ain't got horse sense. Do you remember when Joey Lawrence's tried when Joey Lawrence tried to fucking steal Keanu's fucking catchphrase? Ooh. Yeah, Keanu's not worried about it. Now Keanu's paid as hell. Is Joey Lawrence still in that show with Clarissa? I don't see how anybody would actually want to live here. That lady sounds like a real asshole. So can I? Can you show me some of this shit? Is this like? How old is Joey Lawrence? He's old. It's his muscular later years. Whoa! This is a Disney film. You have a good time, okay? Say hi to your dad for me. Your shithead dad, I hate. <laughs> All right, so I played this because it was the first clip that came up when I typed in horse sense movie. Yeah, expecting it to be like, 
here's a good example of horse sense. If this is what we're getting into, we're in for a long movie because that was so long. What happened in that scene was Joey Lawrence talked to his girlfriend on the phone. She's like, hey, can you come to the thing? He's like, no, I'm here. He looks at a horse. Scene's over. Whoa. <laughs> I mean. Whoa. Whoa. Um, I'm in. Oh, God. Horse so sense. fucking, can we just say it? Challenge accepted. We're podding this together. We'll fucking throw down on horse sense. One hour and 32 minutes. I got that kind of time. Yeah, we can do this. You can do that while you're watching a baby. I can. And I can. My baby can help me get to the bottom of horse sense. <laughs> Your baby is at a stage, as I understand it, where she's uh, stimulated by uh, black and white high contrast images. Yeah, high contrast. She just now is beginning to able to see colors. That's awesome. Like, yeah. Do you think we should? You should be watching like black and white movies with her. It's, I think it'd be still too far away. All right. But she responds really well. There's this idea that when a baby is crying, they can get in a stuck in a loop where that they, they just are crying because they're crying. Yeah. Whatever's making them cry isn't what's going anywhere. So you kind of have to like yeah. break that loop. And one of the things I've learned that if to break that loop is if she starts to slow down a little bit, I can start humming. Yeah. And since I have a deeper voice and I'm six foot seven inches tall. Like, I've got a lot of bass to my hum. Bass. So I'm humming to my child the other day to soothe her, and it's working. And then halfway through, like, partway through my hum, I realize I'm humming a song. Uh-huh. And I was like, what song is this? So I keep humming it, and I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> and it turns out it's ZZ Top's legs. This is a hard hum. I slowed it down. This is so crazy. You you come from a ZZ Top ass family, man. Alright. That's fucking great. I didn't hum any of that part. Alright, so when you you're just the hook? sexy video when i was a kid <laughs> it really was it also had two of your favorite things cars cars and tall guys yeah cars tall guys and the top that's number four yeah <laughs> the top <laughs> that's what toppers called that's what we call ourselves as toppers so it's a summertime case you know it hot outside sure is hey tola fam it's me again uh, so it's waxing poetic about this thing, this dish that I love to make every summer because I love cooking and uh, it makes me feel like the most adult I can possibly be. Did you like that sweet fucking segue I did from fucking ZZ Top to this? Kill, it's it's yeah, summer. You're it. I, why am I the person doing this shit, man? Can you get back to the fucking... <laughs> and instead of telling you about the wonderful, like... Caprese corn salad that I make every summer. I started talking about a balsamic broccoli thing that definitely does not exist. Okay. Uh, But the corn salad that I really love to make uh, is something that my family made uh, one time on a big vacation with my whole dad's side of the family. Hold that. It's really easy. You don't even have to cook anything. You just take six ears of corn, get the kernels off of them, 
get uh, like a pint of local tomatoes. They can be cherry tomatoes. They can be big tomatoes, like dealer's choice on those. And then you get some fresh basil that you like cut into strips and some fresh mozzarella that are either already those tiny little pearls or that you just cut into smaller bite-sized pieces. You whip up a little balsamic vinaigrette. Mm -hmm. You toss that shit in a bowl, toss Mm -hmm. it together. And it is literally something that I can eat for every single meal. I have been known in my family to wake up the day after the barbecue and have a bowl of corn salad with my eggs. Um, it's really delicious, and every time that I make it, uh, I think about like, how fun that vacation was and how much uh, I love cooking and how thankful I am my family like cooked when I was young and sort of taught me to take care of myself in that very basic way. So that's a long-winded way of asking, like, what is the thing that you're most excited to make this summer? And uh, can I get a recipe? Bye. Bye. Yo, I know what she's doing this call. Why? Because she's having a barbecue today for her special man friend. Oh, shit. Her precious dude? Mm Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, buddy. I don't know if you listen to this, but... Whatever. Yeah. I know know your lady does, and maybe she'll pass it on. Bladow. Bladow, indeed. (laughs) I was thinking throughout that call that what she, I was thinking it would be dope if you took that corn salad, like the leftover corn salad, because uh-huh. you know how shit like congeals and uh-huh. the fucking flavor deepens once you like leave it. Deepens flavors, yeah. What if you like made an omelet and then you use that shit as the filling with like maybe a little like a uh, crumbled fucking like feta? Oh, that'd be good. Sounds good. As the filling, is what I'm saying, of so, the omelet. That sounds really good. So I don't cook. Period. Really. You don't have like some moves. You don't have like one or two moves. I do a pretty good pancake. Really? Yeah. Pancakes are my Waterloo. I made some soft boiled eggs today. Huh? For the wife. Did is that? And they were pretty good. Right on. Nothing special. I boiled a fucking egg and then cracked it open. <laughs> you were <laughs> sat out for hard boiled eggs and then said, "Fuck it." <laughs> so impatient. <laughs> yeah, I don't make shit, but I like eating shit, and the thing she described sounds great. What do you want to have for lunch today? Fried chicken? Not really. Damn it. So you moved to the other side of town. Yeah. So now every time I come down here, I have things like, man, I want to eat there. Yeah. But since you live down here, you eat I'm down. I'm ready. Like, fucking, what? What are you talking about? I'd kind of like to hit the east side king. God damn it. That's the only thing you ever suggest. See? Because it's the thing like that's down south that I want to go to. Fair enough. And I don't know what anything else is. Damn. I got to get some. Would you fuck with Shake Shack? Shake Shack's okay. You know what I like? You know what I like to make? um, my favorite shit for summertime eating is uh, a piece of bread. I like like a wheat bread, mm-hmm. toasted, wheated, wheat, uh, like toasted wheat bread, right? And then you take fucking, uh, you need a a red tomato, yellow tomato, and like one of those like what do you like green uh, tomato? Yeah, but there's other ones that are like whatever. The red tomato, yellow tomato, green tomato. I personally like yellow tomatoes best. Uh, so you fucking take a piece of toast and put mayonnaise on that shit and then just like cover it with slices of tomatoes and then eat that shit open face. It's the best goddamn thing in the world. Mm. want to eat it all the time. Tomatoes and mayonnaise is the greatest uh, marriage of flavors the world has ever known. That does sound good. Mm-hmm. Where do we get that? I'm super hungry now. Yeah. Please. Talk. I'm trying to th- like this is I'm fucking bad at making segues, dude. Like uh, I was trying to think like so. OK, so like a kitchen. Does it help if I do this? For sure. Uh, a kitchen can be a place for experimentation. Jesus. Like a laboratory <laughs> where science also takes place. Sorry, dude. I like trying new Please things. Tell a friend. Speaking of trying new things. Corner. 
That's so, uh, I'm continuing the, the thing from last week. Thanks. So, uh, last week we talked about non-ionizing radiation, how it can't hurt you. This right. week we're trying to talk about ionizing radiation and how it can fucking kill you. So, ionizing radiation comes from radioactive sources, which is something that we don't encounter a whole lot. Radioactive sources are generally an element, mm-hmm. an isotope of an element, which is kind of like a particular flavor of an element. And what's happened is, is that the atomic <laughs> nucleus of this element happens to be different than most uh, nucleuses that you find in nature. It's unstable. And what's going on is that in every nucleus, the atomic the atomic uh, dog. The atomic particles that make the nucleus are constantly shifting around. And then these radioactive elements and isotopes, sometimes as they randomly shift around, they end up in a configuration where they shoot off some particle, like two protons and two neutrons, which is, which is alpha radiation. Or it shoots off a high-energy electron, which is beta radiation. And after this, these kinds of radiation occur... Sometimes the nucleus will have extra energy, and that energy can be shed off of something called gamma radiation. Ooh. And so you have three major kinds of ionizing radiation, alpha, beta, and gamma radiation, and all of these can kill you, but they all have slightly different properties. An alpha particle is a big, heavy particle, and it's easy to stop. It uh, can be stopped by a piece of paper. Beta it's smaller. It's just an electron. It's teeny, weeny, tiny. And so, weeny. so beta radiation needs a little bit more oomph to stop it. Something like Lit. like a thin metal plate, like a piece of aluminum foil. Oh, that's not bad. And gamma radiation is the smallest of all. It's actually just very, very high energy light particle. But it's a light particle so powerful that it can actually you know about this stuff? shoot through you like, like a bullet and break apart your DNA. And so if you if you come in contact with any of these radioactive sources, you can end up uh, getting enough damage in your DNA that will actually kill you. Shit. And this is a, or it could do cancer. Yeah. Um, Either way, or bum deal. All yeah. sorts of things can, bad things can happen too. Anyway. Hmm. I'm going to terminate <laughs> this one, Casey. I'm going to try this one again. All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to time it out, actually. I need to figure out how long these things go. Three minutes. Do, 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 do. I forgot. I think it was three minutes. You're right. I have to figure it out. Science Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Science Corner. Yeah, I was just thinking. Yeah, man. Like, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's, like I said last week, I used to work in, with radiation, radi- right. radioactive materials. I took a three-day course. <laughs> On radioactive materials. <laughs> How long did you have that job? A couple months. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and uh, the last day was all just showing us what happens if you get exposed. And then they wouldn't give you the fucking so safety fucking gear. Gross. But this like was the national like training seminar. Whereas that was like an individual's choice. But after three days of spinning in the lovely outskirts of Cincinnati, Ohio, learning about radiation with fellows I didn't have anything in common with, <laughs> they did treat us to the Hooters across the street, Hot, which damn. was also terrible. Yeah. Right, like, halfway through, like, we sat down and we're, like, looking at our menus, and, like, halfway through, the person taking orders, I was like, you know what, guys? I'm gonna go ahead and go somewhere else. 
else. <laughs> I'm going to sit at this other table. <laughs> you didn't want to be associated with the dudes. You're, You're okay with being in Hooters. Sh- You'd rather be a guy by himself at Hooters. I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> I was in Cincinnati for the night. <laughs> I still wanted the free meal. That's fair. Yes, the radiation does some gross stuff to your butt. There's that John Wayne movie where everybody on it died. You know what I'm talking about? It's like one of John Wayne's last movies. They filmed it at like a place that had been a nuclear testing ground, and then like oh, okay. everybody on oh, that yeah, fucking yeah. movie died like within a year. Yeah, that'll do it. Casey, I want to thank you for being here. This has been Telefriends, America's oh, favorite shit. call and comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, Radiation <laughs> cooking show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking yo. <sighs> What's the shit that we say, right? The, so, yo, thank you so much for being here, Casey. Thank you to our listeners for listening. And thank you so much for our callers for calling. Yeah, uh, thanks, uh, Taku, for the use of your song. Supposed to do off the album, Do What You Love. And, uh... Yo, find us on the Facebook. Find us in the book. Find us on the Twit. Find oh, us on the shit. Instagram. Before we get out of here, though, here's what I've been thinking all fucking week is... So, in episode 35, I fucked up the audio. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but we had done this thing where we re- we re-recorded the outgoing message because there's a placeholder call now, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, um, but because my audio fucked up, like, we couldn't actually record that message. Well, do you want to do that again? I want to... I feel like... I feel like we should... I was just thinking, like, if I was a person, like, going to a store and, like, the fucking sign wasn't really on and, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah, less likely to go in that store. We gotta, our like, best foot forward. Yeah. We got to do it. All right. So, do you want to write down what we're going to say or are we just going to wing it? Because winging it seems not to work. <laughs> <laughs> just a heads up. <laughs> but I thought it would be cool also to, yeah, like, include so, the listeners in this process. Yeah, yeah. So, last night I was watching uh, The Exorcist with my newborn child. <laughs> Max von Sydow is only 44 years old in that, and he plays the oldest man in the world. Whoa, he's only 44? Yeah, they give him old man makeup. But, <laughs> that's all I had for that. That's, all, that's the only place I was going. So, but the, the, okay, so there's right now a placeholder message on, 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 the, on the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you suggest that, like, I'm going to do some tricky new stuff here. Like, what were you thinking? Like, we, what, had a, we had a plan. What was it? I had a kid, and it all went away. <laughs> I don't remember any of yeah. the plans. Yeah, me, t- me either. We should start writing things down. <laughs> okay. How do you want to break this up? Thanks for calling. We'll play it on our show, maybe. Love you. That's it? Should we put a jams, jams in there? No, not necessarily. All right. What do you think about this? I think it's fine. Do you want to be the sayer? Should we explain um, Should we explain what a telefriends is? In case it's like a person who yeah, is coming you. across the number. Got you. Telephrens, America's... Alright, googie voicey. Am I just doing the solo? How do you want to do it? I don't care. Well, I know you don't care, but I'm saying like <laughs> fucking Uh I think just one of us should do it. Yeah, you do it. Okay. I wanna play some bouncy hoops. It's so good. You did it again, Noodle Cake Studios. <laughs> Phone ring, Casey. Connect. Calling you. Yeah. Start recording your greeting after the tone. When you're finished, press pound. Thanks for calling Telefriends, America's favorite <laughs> call-in comedy podcast. Come on. Leave us a message <laughs> Leave us a message and we'll play it in our show, maybe. Uh, on. Sorry, I'll, let me... 
Attempt number two. Start recording your greeting after the tone. When you're finished, press pound. Thanks for calling Telefriends, America's favorite call-in comedy podcast. <laughs> Leave us a message and we'll play it on our show, maybe. We love you. I feel like it could be more natural. <laughs> Start recording your greeting after the tone. When you're finished, press pound. Thanks for calling Telefriends, America's favorite call-in comedy podcast. Yeah! Leave us a message and we'll play it on our show. Maybe. Maybe we won't. And as always, we love you. Yeah. Greetings saved. You may now hang up to end this call. Goodbye. Bye. Fuck yeah. So now, let's verify because we... You know what I'm saying? Verification needed. We really do love you guys. Casey, I have, I do have a question for you. Though. Am I ready to play? No. <laughs> I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What page is that? If I were to say, for instance, hi, like fill in this blank. Okay. Hi, my name is Werner Brandis. My voice is my passport. The word is passport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Verify me. <laughs> So I think we're ready. <laughs> Prepare yourselves uh -oh. for a world of fantasy and adventure. <laughs> I mean, uh -oh. Welcome <laughs> to TFD&D. Bo, you are Stone and the Brobarian, yeah. warrior poet laureate of the Wolven Steps. Casey, you are Blizzit, yeah. fifth of twenty, yeah. newly emerged from your wizardly chrysalis with a brand new booming baritone. Yeah. Skulking in the shadows nearby is your trusty trusty, Chongo Many Rips of the Strait of Comptown. <laughs> Having finally gained access to the halls of Hijink, you stand before episodes. a fork in their labyrinthine passages. The totems of three long-forgotten deities are carved above three tunnels in a manner that suggests hidden meaning. Still dripping with viscous fluid and coated with remnants of chrysalis husk, Ew. the newly reborn Blazit barges brazenly forth heading through the path marked with the symbol of an abacus god. Stonan doth so protest good. mightily, but Blazit's resolve is too strong, and so our heroes end up marching hand in hand towards what has at least a two in three chance of being their doom. <laughs> the voice of the Hall's guardian penetrates your minds. You're not, uh, not even going to try to solve the riddle of the dead gods, huh? Just heading right down that tunnel there, no questions asked. Well, all right. Ornery, omnipresent orators aside, you walk through rough-hewn halls for several steps before emerging into a lavishly decorated chamber. Okay. Depictions of scribes and ancient counting machines are chiseled into every inch of its columns and walls. A large, gleaming pool of gold coins squats tantalizing in the center of the room. You hear an audible gasp squats. of delight from somewhere in the shadows. What do, do you, you do? do? What do you do? All right. The fucking production value on TFD&D is, like, better and better every time. Yeah, it's, we're slowly turning into TFD and DD, the podcast. For sure. Where we're guests. We're like. <laughs> we're the guests on the show. <laughs> totally. Uh, okay, so 
we go in and there's abacus and whatnot abacai i think it would be abacuses or no maybe it would be abacai because it would be many different kinds of abacus yeah right isn't that how that works i think so but uh and then there's a uh squatting pile of treasure (laughs) that's assumably in a in a uh, container of some sort i thought it was just it's not just scattered smothered covered in chunks over there like excuse me it's not just loose on the it was squatting i feel like you know what i look to can anything without legs squat something can be squat without legs yeah like a mini fridge but i think it was squatting right uh i you know i turn to 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 blazit fifth of 20 yeah <laughs> and i say you know what sir you were right i feel like the contents of my herbalism kit has made me stone ant chill ass brobarian maybe more circumspect than i otherwise would be when it like which belies my barbaric nature so bravo sir for charging forth uh my name's stone Anne, by the way this is chongo i'm gonna go check out this gold well you check out the gold i want to light this room up <laughs> with what with my magics like fire like light it up like or light it up illuminate it or I'm casting light it up burn it down what are we talking about i'm casting light it up what does that mean you'll see because i'm casting it on your sword i have a sword yeah you do i uh you remember your sword <laughs> so it, it was a hand down from your father we're gonna find out what happens with light it up with episode eight of tfd and d where so far stone Anne is like diving in uncle scrooge style to this fucking pile of treasure and you're but i have maybe a, the sword of your father the, the name sw- of the blade is of course stone and slayer it's- are we <laughs> should i not <laughs> fuck <laughs> So you so you carry the sword of your father that's called You Slayer? No. I think when your Hold father, on. I think when your father named you, there may have been some issues. So I carry the sword of my father. I don't know what the name of my sword is. This is too on the spot. So here's what I'm, <laughs> here's what I here's what I'm gonna propose to you. As extra bonus feature shit. Which is what we were I think the kind of shit we were planning on doing when we fucked up with the outgoing message for mm-hmm. so long. What if we fucking rolled these characters? Okay. And that way, like, I can't we, get out of this voice. Is that all right? That's fine. All right. Can I do it too? <laughs> no. Fuck. Well, it sounds like you're making fun of me. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> what? Stone Edge should be like, yeah, like kind of like a, hey, like kind of a chaka bra, kind of a. Uh, so far, he sounds. Oh, you know, my favorite. So far, he sounds exactly like you. Right. Okay. So my favorite thing that happens in fucking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is when Bill says, "Is the Excellent Adventure." <laughs> That's when Bill says, excuse me, do you know if there's any percentages of historical significance around here? <laughs> I want Stonehand to be like that. Okay. Excuse me, do you know if there's any the percentages intellectual of intellectual stoner? His- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think for bonus content, we should fucking roll these characters and maybe we should talk to, to, the, to the game master to see if there's any magic items we should or should not have or what level we should All be right. at or whatever. All right. And that shit. Uh, so look forward to that. I don't even know what system we're playing in. So look forward to that, That's or D&D, or else so don't, and we'll just make another fucking promise that we never deliver on. In the name of your sword, is <laughs> ZZ. No, I wanted to be a ZZ. That pal. reference has legs. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you for listening. Thanks for calling three zero four five one eight jams. What's in the shadows? Jams. Five twenty. <laughs> jams. <laughs> I'm now gonna play the. The the uh the problematic ending jam and you can tell me whether or not we should use it or not. Okay. We are gathered here today. Uh, well, well. To commemorate a very good man. Uh, uh, he stands about five foot eight.
gain some sort of leverage My lawyer puts a little molly in the judge's beverage As a team player, you know what? I'ma buy him a motherfucking Nissan Murano Rabbi Rodriguez did the brisk Then a little piece of fish fell on the dish that he sniffed Like a dog does his dick, then he split So he can go pick up his kids in a brand new whip What the fuck? Color green is in Dog, I'm fucking crazy like Velcro sneakers I'm playing with shit Dog, I ain't playing with shit Your frame will lay in a ditch My chick is Asian with a twist I'm so hard, you could cook a piece of bacon on my dick Better be turkey though So if these turkeys try to murk me more I'll let these turkeys know that I'm a talking about how we want to fucking We want to go to improv class Yeah That would be fucking dope Yo, you know what? I guarantee we've got a, some listeners out there who've, who, who've done this. Could before, recommend it to us? Who could recommend us a good one. Fucking A. I know for a fact. Also, I wanted to put something else on the table. Yo. Um, so far, we have two suggestions for field trips. Yeah. Which are Puzzle Room uh-huh. and the campus of UT. Uh-huh. I'm going to put something else on the table for you. Lake, Lake Travis Ooh. Zipline Adventures. Lake Travis zipline adventure. Okay, you and me zipping along. You lose me at lake. <laughs> you get me Look, back at zipline. F- yeah, that sounds fun as fuck. And then you're like shifting sands on adventures. Here's the thing: is the adventure just the zipline, or am I going to have to like fucking do an obstacle course before I get up to it? Or then maybe like climb a fucking cliff face to get to the place I want a zipline. No, or I think, like just drive my car, jump you, on a zipline, and I then get a fucking bus back. You probably have to climb some stairs. How? Mi- no, I could do that. Okay. So I just felt like it was the combination of maybe two of our greatest fears. Does it drop me in the water? I don't think so. I, I'm but fine. You, but like, if your zipline fucks up, you're in the goddamn lake. I'm dead. <laughs> you will die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and I like, there's like a 50-50 chance I will not do it. If we get there and go up there, you're going first. Otherwise, I won't do it? Yeah. Because if I go, <laughs> there's no one to go, motherfucker, you got me out here. <laughs> so you're saying it's, you're, you're more likely to go through it. I will 100% me. do it. All right, let's fucking do it. I mean, depending on the adventure part. Well, we could bring wooden swords. Swords? Swords. Okay. What's the name of that sword? Come on.